We've all heard that masculinity is in crisis. It seems like in the world today, there's one half that thinks that everything about masculinity is toxic, but the other half thinks that we're better off going to some time before women had the right to vote. Obviously, both of these are terrible for the future of masculinity and the future of young men's mental health. Here on Innovating Masculinity, we think that the middle way is the right solution. And we believe that the only way to get there is by open, honest dialogue with the people who deal with masculinity, express it, and have to face it on a daily basis. So if you're ready to start the journey of discovery and find the new solutions that masculinity desperately needs, join us here on Innovating Masculinity. So there's this image in the mass media of young men, specifically like 15 to 25, being these sex-crazed, rabid dogs that are foaming at the mouth just to have sex with anything and everything and ready to get after it at a moment's notice at any point in time. And we can see this in, I mean, any movies with young guys. Like, it seems like the high school movies with guys, like, they're always trying to fuck. Like, they're always trying to have sex with somebody. I mean, in this movie, uh, I'm thinking of American Pie, where this dude literally fucks a pie. Like, <laughs> just ridiculous stuff. And there is some truth to that. Young men, obviously, elevated testosterone levels. Uh, they're going through puberty, maybe, if they're younger uh, and when they're into college, a lot of us do try and seek out sex more than any other group of people on this planet. That's young men. However, if you think that every single young man is one of these sex-crazed dogs, you would be 100% wrong. Because a lot of us are actually suffering from something called sexual performance anxiety, which prevents us from having, you know, this sex-crazed mindset that a lot of people like to ascribe to young men. And if you are a young man that is experiencing this sexual performance anxiety and it's preventing you from having the sex life and the life in general that you want, today I'm going to talk a little bit about what is causing this problem, what you can do, and I'm going to give you a major solution to this problem that I think all guys should implement regardless of if they have performance anxiety. And then I'm going to talk about how this is going to improve not just your sex life, but your life in general, skyrocket your confidence and many more aspects of your life. So before we get into that, Let's talk about what exactly is sexual performance anxiety, performance anxiety for uh, anybody who doesn't know. And essentially, this is psychological erectile dysfunction. It's when a guy can't get and keep an erection during sex because of anxiety, not because of blood flow or low testosterone or poor health or because he's you know not attracted to a woman or a partner that he's with. It's when he has a psychological block that literally prevents him from having sex, even if he's in bed 
with a partner that he is super attracted to and that he's been thinking about, fantasizing about all these different things. And if you have this image in your mind of young guys as these sex-crazed beasts, you might be asking yourself, how could this happen? How could that possibly be that, uh, you know, these young guys with all this testosterone, they're right in their sexual prime, and they are supposed to be able to just get hard at the mere sight of a hot girl, and they're supposed to be bursting with this sexual energy. Well, it's a lot more complicated than that. Even if you have high libido, a high sex drive, you can still suffer from sexual performance anxiety, whether you're having casual sex, sex in a relationship, the cause of sexual performance anxiety. And I've done a lot of research on this because I have suffered from this many, many times many times with almost every partner I've ever been with. And a lot of the times for me and for a lot of people, the cause is that our mind is trying to force our body into a sexual uh, encounter to have sex. And the body is like, I'm not ready. I don't really want to. But our mind and our societal expectations of what we're supposed to be doing as a young guy push our body to do things that it doesn't want to do. And in turn, it shuts down. So I want to walk you through an example of how this happens so you can get a better idea of the causes of sexual performance anxiety and the toll that it takes on the guys who suffer from it and why you really need to start figuring this out and doing something about it if you're having problems. Now, before that, though, I want to give a caveat here. Like I said, performance anxiety is a psychological issue. If you are having erectile dysfunction issues from something physical, whether it be a lack of blood flow, testosterone, poor health, uh, old age. I mean, if old age, this obviously not the video for you, the episode for you. But if you're having problems, anything physical, this episode is not for you, unfortunately. Like, there is a lot of advice that I could give you, like, you know, to improve your diet or start exercising, taking magnesium, zinc, D3, omega-3s. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do physically, but today I'm going to be talking about the psychological side. So don't think that the advice in this video is just a blanket statement for anyone with ED. If you have a physical problem, this episode is not for you. All right, let's get into that example. So for most guys, myself included, performance anxiety begins uh, before we even start having sex, when we're in foreplay mode. And we're, we start by doing something called spectatoring. Imagine spectatoring like you're watching a football game from the stands when you're supposed to be playing in the damn game. When you're foreplaying, you're in, the, you're in the red zone, baby. Like, you're there. A touchdown is imminent. You're getting into it like you're both having a good time. But when you're spectatoring, even though your body is like, in bed, which is like the red zone, you're just going through the motions. Your mind is out there in the stands taunting your body saying, you can't do it, man. Like, why are you not hard? Why are you not into it? What's going on? This doesn't feel right. You are fucking this up. Like, you you have it and you're, and you're about to fucking fold. You know, you're spectating. You're watching the game from the stands when you're supposed to be in it. And as your mind starts shouting at your body louder and louder, you get yourself out the mood. 
and your body's anxiety system switches on. They call this the sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight system switches on. And that shuts you down from the relaxed state that you need to be in in order to have sex. And from there, it's all over. Once the body is like, I'm out, it's really, really hard to turn it around. It's really fucking hard. You may be saying to yourself, God, like, I know I'm attracted to this person. Why is this happening? And it's, it's a problem with your body shutting you down because there's a disconnect between your mind and your body, psychological issue. And instead of feeling that, you know, oh, I'm on top of the world, like this sex is so great and I feel really connected and feel like I'm getting, you know, validation or all that. Instead of feeling that on top of the world feeling, you feel like a fucking failure. You feel like you couldn't do what every rabid, sex-crazed young man is supposed to want to do all the time. You leave your partner unsatisfied. You're filled with disappointment. And this oftentimes can turn into this crippling shame. Just, ugh, it's like deep in your damn chest. And that could last for days. That could last for weeks, even years. And really destroy your self-esteem and sense of self-worth, sexually or otherwise, you cannot understate the effect that performance anxiety and hits to your sexual self-esteem can have on your overall confidence levels. So if you don't do something to figure this out, it could be a major problem. Thankfully, there's a ton of strategies to prevent performance anxiety and consistently get great sex and feel amazing and confident about yourself and your sex life in general. And I'm going to share some of those strategies with you today. And truthfully, in the time that I have been researching this problem for myself, I've done research uh, looking at academic papers. I have done, I'm currently taking a course right now where I'm going through modules, doing activities every single day to overcome this issue. I've spent, you know, hours on Reddit reading other people's stories of this problem. And what my advice really boils down to is a major mindset shift that you have to take before any of the other strategies can pay off. If you don't make this shift, the rest of these, you know, little tips and tricks are probably going to be in vain. And you might actually worsen your performance anxiety by trying to apply these tips, seeing that they don't work, and then feeling even more shit about yourself because you didn't make the mindset change. So listen closely. And if you're a skeptic of it, keep fucking listening because this is for you. I guarantee it. You might be asking yourself, what is this silver bullet mindset shift that I need to make? Some of you out there are not going to like this one. You're going to say it's a little bit, oh, you're being a little soft, man. You're doing it. I'm going to tell you right now, the number one most important way that you can improve your performance anxiety is to start viewing sex as a way to build lasting connection instead of a way to just rack up bodies and look like a big man. And if you're sitting there thinking, nah, man, I just want to, I just want to bang a lot of chicks and get all the blah, 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 blah. I implore you to keep listening because I'm going to tell you how you can make this mindset shift. Okay. And you can change your mindset to a sex equals connection mindset 
simply by not having sex with someone until you've had enough FaceTime together that you feel comfortable doing the stuff around them that you normally only do with yourself or your close friends or your family, all right? You want to be that comfortable with a person that you're just like, oh, I can do that kind of like weird thing where I, you know, riff on some dumb shit and uh, I'm trying to think of something that I something I do. Oh, yeah, like I can kind of like turn on something on the radio and sing and 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 look like an idiot and sound terrible, and I don't feel self-conscious around this person. That's how close you want to be to this person before you start having sex with them. And I know, look, you may want to take girls home from the bar that you met that night and have sex with them. And some guys can do that. Great. Good for them. But if you are suffering from performance anxiety, you know that getting an erection and being uncomfortable during sex and not really feeling like you're fully there is a problem for you. So guess what? You can't do what those other guys are doing. And it's actually a blessing in disguise because, yes, it does take a long time. Am I saying that you should not do one-night stands if you have performance anxiety? Yes, I am saying that. And even if you see these other guys out there doing all that, having sex with random girls, like, that's okay. I'm not hating on them, but that's not real connection. And the truth is, in my opinion, sex is most effective and actually most pleasurable when you are deeply connected to that person. These meaningless hookups only go so far. Talk to anyone who's done enough of them, and they'll tell you they're, they're pretty boring. They get boring after a while. Even in the beginning, they're really just an ego boost. They may feel pleasurable. Oh, you're kind of drunk. It's like a good time. You feel like, you know, you go tell your boys and you got with some hot girl. That's not real confidence. That's momentary. Real confidence is going to come from a deep connection with someone that you know you can rely on. Oh. <sighs> I just, I think that it's so important to make that mindset shift. Another caution that I want to give to some of you young guys who might be trying to get a quick fix to this performance anxiety. There's no quick fixes. There's no quick fixes, boys. None, unfortunately. Trust me, because I've tried them. You may be thinking, let me reach for uh, an alcoholic beverage. Maybe some damn... uh. Man, what would I be? Maybe some damn Jack Daniels to calm your nerves. Or even or even possibly, if you're really deep, you may be even thinking, let me uh, order some Viagras from one of those little online kind of, you know, things to get the juices flowing. And yes, may that work for the one time? Possibly. Maybe. Maybe not. It might even work two times. Might even work three times, as a matter of fact. But guess what? Eventually, it's going to stop working, and you're going to take that pill, and you're going to take that drink, and it's not going to work. And you're going to say, what the fuck is wrong with me? I I thought that this was, you know, the fix, and, like, now even these things don't work, and I really feel fucked up, and you are on a one-way trip to alcohol dependence and prescription pill abuse, unfortunately. Now, if you've done that, Hope is not lost. It's going to be a little bit harder for you to come back, but hope is not lost. You can still make that mindset shift 
take a bit of a break from sex, have a little period of abstinence. Oh, I know abstinence is crazy, some crazy shit. Yeah, a little period of abstinence, shift that mindset, come back to sex when you're ready and you've gotten yourself off of these pills and these drinks and you feel like you can court a woman or a partner and not need that extra incentive. Okay, so you've made that mindset shift. What you're going to see if you do the hard work of literally just making that sex equals connection mindset shift is that you're you're going to be going against the grain of society. You're going against the grain of what society tells you a man should be doing, especially when he's young. And a lot of you know this, some of you don't, but going against the grain of society 99% of the time is going to give you a lot of benefits. I mean, if you're doing it the right way. Now, if you're just being, we don't need to get into that. Most of the time, going against the grain of society is a fucking good thing because a lot of the time, most people in society, they're really not happy. Look around you. Most people are not happy. Why are you doing what they're doing? Why are you trying to have sex with tons of women when it seems like so many guys are doing that and there's so many guys that still have depression, still have anxiety, still are committing suicide? still are abusing substances, still are not fulfilled, why would you continue to do that? Good Lord, I'm very passionate about this issue, as you can see. <laughs> okay, what are some of the benefits that you can expect to see from making this mindset shift? Well, number one, number one, when you do have sex, you're going to be leveled up, brother. You will be 100% better in bed if you have a deep connection with whoever you're sleeping with, and that's unquestionably true. Anyone who's done sex enough is going to tell you, if I have a deep connection with this person, the sex is simply better. You'll communicate better. You'll feel more relaxed. You'll know what each other likes. Uh, the list goes on. Number two, and this might seem counterintuitive because I just said don't go and have sex with a bunch of women, but you actually probably will start to attract higher quality partners. You may attract less because you're not shooting your shot on everybody that you see that gives you a wink and a smile. But look, if you're the dude that is constantly fishing for sex, always out at the bar trying to talk to every girl that you see and get that confidence boost, you are oozing desperation. You look desperate. When your sexual energy is guarded and finite and you keep it uh, under control and you have, you know, some, uh, some agency over that, you start to ooze strength and confidence, which is universally more attractive than anxiety and desperation, okay? And the third and final benefit, although there are more, truthfully, there are more, you'll start to see them. And I already touched on this, but you're going to feel more confident in your everyday life. There is something about walking around and knowing like, okay, I have my sexual energy under control. I'm not just going hog wild to get an ego boost or get validation or impress my friends or, you know, relieve this sexual itch that I have. When you have that under control, it's your sexual energy. When you have it under control and you only are going to give that to the people that deserve it, the ones that have taken an interest in you and built a mutual trust that comes from a lot of FaceTime. That's a very empowering feeling. 
it will start to bleed into the other areas of your, your life. You will start realizing that, you know what, in my friendships, I have this, uh, I have this energy that I can give to my friends. Not sexual energy, obviously. Don't be weird. But you have this sort of like social energy that you can give to the people around you. And if you understand that that's a social energy that's under your control, you'll start realizing, you know, what? I don't have to give it to these people that I actually don't really fuck with. I don't have to give it to them. I can keep it here for myself and give it only to the people that show me that they deserve it and who I want to build a trust with. Right. You start to see this with so many different areas of your life. It's going to improve your ability to have those healthy relationships that we all want. So gentlemen, thank you for listening today. If you take anything away from this, even if you're not suffering from performance anxiety, I think, I personally think every guy should be viewing sex as an opportunity for connection, not an opportunity to just take somebody home, get a fucking doing all the bullshit. Stop doing that. Everybody's doing that. It's not working. Look around. And remember, sex equals connection. That's what it's for. That's what I believe it's for. If you disagree and you want to go have all these uh, escapades and whatnot, I honestly, go ahead. Like, it doesn't really upset me. I just think that I'm personally connected to this issue. So I have a lot of passion around it. But it doesn't frustrate me that other guys are, are, are doing this. I just think they might be better served and might be happier if they viewed it as connection. If you don't want to, totally all right. I understand. Thank you for listening in today. I appreciate it. Subscribe, like this video, follow me on TikTok, Davide Pache. Uh, I think it's Davide Pache, spelled David E P A C E 539. Oh, I have to look it up. I'll, I'll put it on the next one. Uh, yeah, get on the TikTok. Follow me here uh, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. And I am looking forward to the next episode of Innovating Masculinity.